thank you for joining my podcast. Uh, this is like my third one. And um, I wrote a letter today to like my ex-girlfriend. You know, we having one of those breakups to where there's this lack of understanding. And uh, I know the push-pull theory. I'm pushing, I'm pushing. But I don't know what else to do. I was able to talk to her yesterday was going to get a few of my things so I got my bicycle and I got uh, I think a coffee maker and I was compelled to say what I didn't want to say and I asked her if I could talk to her for about five minutes and she says no and I said I just want and then she turned around and said you know what so I told her and it seemed like that when our eyes locked together that's when she had the attitude. So I started, and that's when I started pushing, I believe. So, you know, a lot of my friends, they say, you know, why are you wasting your time? Move on. I'm wasting my time. I don't know. We're getting older now. I'm like 56 years old. And I just wanted to understand that, you know, what healing is and forgiveness is. And I know it's her prerogative. You know, people, you can't change people. You can't control people. They're going to do what they want to do. And, uh, but I can only be persistent in certain areas. Sort of make her perhaps forgive. Because life is short. And I notice her bitterness. And I notice her anger. And I don't like her carrying around that. You know, because I'm a forgiving person. I don't have enemies have anyone that doesn't really like me, I guess, unless if they do, they probably wouldn't tell me anyway, I guess, you can't expect everyone to, to like you as a person, but anyway, I wrote this letter, and I'm going to share it, and I don't know if I'm going to submit it, or put it in her mailbox, or give it to her personally, because I, I need to give her space, and I'm trying to give her all the space she needs, but at the same time, once a week be a little persistent and that's not too much to ask I don't believe anyway so I said I take responsibility for disclosing things to you I'm not always good at deciphering what should be said at certain times and I'm sorry for causing you pain and hurt and I hurt your feelings and I also said you know pertaining as a man I'm in touch with the way you feel I really am really understand her hurt and her, and her pain. I would never do anything to physically hurt you. And yes, I sometimes act a little bitchy. As a man, I'm a little bitchy. And at times, my bastardness, which, um, you know, as men, we could kind of be bastards at times. Because some of us aren't in touch with our feminine side, I guess. If there is a feminine side. I mean, gentle men. There are gentle men in this world. And uh, my bastard size, you know, it shows his ugliness by the face talking in verbal tones. However, it hurts me as well as you. I hate being that certain way and I'm mindful of the way I speak to you. I've learned a lot from my other relationship and so much that I dealt with so much that I really don't want a, a woman to treat me that way ever. And though I can handle a lot in a relationship, Yes, I'm working on being a strong man who controls his emotions. 
It's my goal to being a man who gets his woman's feelings and understands her. I lost some of my character, and I'm not going to argue about anything nor explain anything unless you ask. You have to ask me. I'm not going to voluntarily try to explain everything because that's where a lot of us men make mistakes. You know, when we try to win over an ex who's being stubborn,、um, we can't explain. They have to be ready. And I learned to surrender, to forgive. I believe you still have tremendous resentments from your other relationships, especially your marriage and abuse that happened in it. I get that. I get you, and and why you're so angry at me. I do accept a breakup. However, seeing you yesterday and being happy by seeing you, I could not seem to show how happy I was with you being so bitter. It still hurts to see you that way. I'm not going to bother you. And I do have strong feelings for you, and there's nothing I would not do for you. I still love you, and it's not going to any time. It's not going away anytime soon. You know, I just can't just have an on and off switch where I could just shut my feelings off. You know, I mean, I don't want to ignore the fact either. A lot of us men, we just ignore it, put it to the side, and just put it in in, in faith, faith that that all things are going to work out. I'm trying to learn that notion and give it to the universe. They say. I'll、let God handle it, but I mean, I mean, sometimes we have to be realist. Persistence might pay off. So, I admit all my faults, my responsible for my actions. As I said, I told her I was a victim. I, that, that, my last words to her was that I said, "Hey, you ever thought of me as a victim? I could have been the victim in my last relationship, as to why I didn't tell you when I got horse collared around my neck by the woman." Waking me up at two o'clock in the morning, saying "leave," talking about a shell credit card bill, and then I got my stuff and I was leaving to go to my apartment, and then she horse collars me in a cold December night at two o'clock in the morning. I fell down on my ass, and she hugged me. Don't go. By this time, I'm already provoked. I'm already angry. So I wanted to pushing her face away from me, and I wanted to leave it. You never want to leave a woman angry. Even in the Bible, it says, "Be angry and sin not. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath." But I wasn't quoting that at the time. So that's in the past. That happened about five years ago.、And、I don't think about it really. So I went to California, and I went there for about two months to get to know myself a little bit. That's why I left. So I had to explain to my ex-girlfriend about these reasons. I didn't have any full closure of why I even went to California. I tried to explain, but we were not at all truly in communication at the time. I told her, in the least, I'm sorry for that too, by not leaving a note or a text telling you I was leaving. I wasn't in the greatest state of mind. I was quite depressed and sad about my hopes and my futures. Maybe it was a midlife crisis. I am 56 years old. We're getting old, as you know, as I told her. We're running out of time. We only have one life, and I strive to make my life less regretful and more happy. I do miss you in the way we were at times—the times we laughed and anything stupid or funny. I still have to laugh at myself and try to find humor in any situation. We together laughed at many things. And being in 
your life allowed that mutually. So since I've been away from you, I have no I have no effect on you whatsoever, and that's sad. I have no influence. I can't even make you, even if I wanted to, control you and make you hear what I'm saying. <clears throat> Excuse me. Try to see the gray areas and not only just black and white, or just good, just bad. I think more with my heart and not my head. Sometimes it gets me in trouble. It's better to have loved and lost than to never have ever loved. It's a quote that I quoted here. I can't tell you exactly who that quoted that. Sir, a British quoter, a British writer. That's all I really know. And I wrote, P.S. Don't lose the heart. Think with the heart. So anyway, that's my letter, and I thank you for listening to my podcast. Wherever you are, maybe you're on your way home from work, maybe you're on your way to work, maybe you're having lunch, maybe you're going to the gym or doing a hobby, whatever, whatever people do in this world. <laughs> So thank you for listening to my podcast. This is podcast, I believe, number three. And peace out.